Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello, welcome everyone to the distraction. It is Tuesday. Usually it's movie review Tuesday. It's music review Tuesday. I'm Jeremy Lambert. Joined by the chubby chief, Joseph Holbert. Not in a bunker. You've escaped the bunker for this review. Yes, I am currently... uh, Well, I'm relying on a table that doesn't stand up straight. I have a a chair that is seemingly struggling to hold me. Um, This does appear to be more of a professional set, but I want the audience to go back in time to last Thursday as I sat in the bunker and sort of alarmingly yanked the microphone away from my mouth. And I think I said, I'm happy to just be here and listen to others talk. Well, folks, that came around quicker than I realized. (laughs) Today, I intend to rock back in my sort of Bray Wyatt-esque chair, stand in the corner, and watch as Jezza and Joel launch shots about two albums that come to the combined 26 minutes. So with that in mind, I pass the ball back to you, Jeremy. You can introduce your new co-star i will be on the bench <laughs> no no you're never on the bench joseph you're you're coming off and at least being the spot up shooter that's a that's what you say your role is spot up shooter off the bench but you're always in the game you're closing you're manu you're manu i, I, I appreciate that thank you i'll back to mic down <laughs> with, with us today is an actual musician because if we're going to talk about music we need like an actual musician joel pearl joel what's going on buddy how you guys doing today first of all Professional musician is, is a fun. I didn't say cry, professional. Huh? I just said actual. Oh, actual. Okay, good, because I'm a bassist, so nothing about me is professional or really paid attention to. Well, you're well, here now. We're, we're here to turn you into a big star like we've done everybody else. We got Ricky Starks signed. Uh, Robert O'Neill is now a big reporter for us. So we just turn everybody into stars when they're on our show. Yes, and Michael Thompson, too. Yeah. I don't know what we did to him, but he's The Lakers won the title also. because he came on our show. True. And since then, I've followed him on Twitter, and I see his tweets. So that's a win in some way, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. There you go. Well, I mean, I'm here for the rub. And, I mean, I thought we were going to talk about Elias' <laughs> albums and Jillian Hall's 2007 hit, no. A Jingle with Jillian. No. I did not listen to that. I, I'm not going to listen to that. I did listen to both Elias' albums. But we're not doing Jillian Hall talk. Joel, before we get into this Elias album, we're here to review Elias, Walk with Elias, and Universal Truth. They're more EPs than albums. As Joseph said, it's 26 minutes combined for both albums, which isn't even like 
an album for most people uh and this was technically two albums guys we appreciate you hanging out in the chat you can subscribe to the channel youtube.com slash fightful tap the bell for notifications leave a thumbs up on the video leave a super chat best way to support us uh get your question statement comment read on air before we get into the actual review joel you said you're a bassist what kind of music are you into let's let's learn each other's musical taste here before we start talking about the album. <laughs> I don't know what Joseph I don't know what kind of music Joseph likes. This is why I'm doing this. So I'm a little bit everywhere. I, I grew up with metal and I moved on to Motown. So I really kind of span the spectrum. I've never been the biggest country fan, but I've played a lot of country music. I currently play in a band that does Celtic rock, so I wear a kilt and some of you may have seen that. Uh, and party bands. So anything that gets people up and dancing, I love to play it and I love to listen to it. So most of the time it's rock, but uh, I, I do span the globe when it comes to musical taste. Give us some artists. What kind of artists? Hell no, that always turns out wrong. Everything from Billy Joel and Bruno Mars to the offspring of Metallica. Oh, man. I'd, I'll go into weird territories. Uh, bands like Communic and Freak Kitchen. Uh, stuff you've, Some stuff you've never heard of. You don't know what I've heard of, Joel Pearl. I'll, I'll name some bands here in a second, and you're, that's going to just stun you. Joseph, your musical taste. So I think there's a, there's a generic answer to this of eclectic, and then when you have the Joel Pearl on the podcast, that's just down the drain immediately, right? Because eclectic, what was eclectic mean after that answer? I've got nothing. Now, people that saw our illustrious uh, stream the other night, Jeremy, that went very well, will know that a friend of mine was trying to invade the, the, the said podcast stream with, with questions of my review of Tetsuo and Youth. So that would probably lean a little bit towards my taste. I would say I am a hip-hop guy, I would say. Now, my my new answer when people ask me, do I like music, uh, Jeremy, will be whatever you would not describe Elias the Universal Truth as. But I'll get into that as we go. I'm not a huge music guy. Okay, I'm here to learn. Um, you know, album reviews, this is a new spot for me, but... I do feel I have some experience from my recent foray into the Taylor Swift review uh, industry on this podcast. So I'm confident, but I'm here to learn, basically. Jeremy, you got the ball. We got Super Chats from Tim Traver, who says, Can't complain, Elias songs. We're going to get into the album here in a second. And Ron Patel says, He told me to leave a Super Chat, so I did, Jeremy. I wish people listened to me like that. Keep up the good work, Jeremy and Joe. And yeah, maybe a fill-in for Joel as well. Joel's only here one Dude, time, though he's never coming he, back on the show. Ron hates me, man. He comes onto my show and says, too much Joel and not enough Tim. My co-host on my show, Tim and Joel, call it in the ring. I so, agree. Uh, damn, damn. <laughs> I, will, I mean, no one likes me on this podcast, so I wouldn't worry. I mean, oftentimes, I, I sometimes feel like Jeremy's doing a podcast and the audience is reacting, and I'm sort of leaning my head through the window, sort of... What about me? I like the clown. Everyone's <laughs> so, I mean, I wouldn't worry about that. You know, the people sometimes they get it wrong. They figure it out in the end. When they make the documentary about the distraction, they'll they'll give you my flowers. I know that much. Uh, I've been accused of liking Taylor Swift. I think everyone knows that. Um, yeah, big shocker. Uh, I like the hip hop as well. I don't know how many people the hip hop the hip hop the hip hop. <laughs> okay, we should have not done a less. Is there a hip hop? Re- oh, we um, should have done the John Cena you know, album. Right? Oh, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Okay, that yeah, might be next Russell week. Said. The John Cena album might be next week. Um, Can you maybe have them face off against the Macho Man album? Uh, maybe. 
I haven't listened to a Macho Man album in forever. I grew up on Eminem. Like, I still listen to Eminem a lot. You said that, like, tons of people have recently listened to the Macho Man album. (laughs) I assume everyone's listened to the Macho Man. I haven't gone back to that one in a while. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't seen it. All right, let me throw some let me throw some uh, bands that you would not be expecting out of me that I've been listening to recently. Zebrahead, you heard of the Zebrahead? Yeah, Orgy. That's a band, not a porno. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> about the rub again? We talk about yeah, very, that's the rub. The very, the happy they were very well known cover of uh, of of that uh, Blue Monday. They, they did were very good cover of that. They did. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like that song. Uh, Acid Bath. You heard of them? All right. Agoraphobic Nosebleed. No, can't say I heard that one. Catfish murderers, you heard of them? Are you certain that you're not reading Google results for a, a <laughs> bizarre band names? I'm not. The la- catfish murderers I just made up, but the la- the other ones are like legit bands that I've been listening to. This is really setting the tone for what I expected this to be, guys. <laughs> I, look, I don't know where you, you intend to take me here, but this I'm not sure this will produce one universal truth over the next hour if we try it. So here we are. I guess I don't know if you want to go. What's the plan here? Can we? Can oh, we're gonna start off. We're gonna start off with "Walk with the Lies." Look, friends, we cannot uh, play the songs on this show. Uh, we get kicked <laughs> off very quickly. Do not ask for us to do that, uh, please. Queen Hannah says, "I'd like to super chat money be split between Joel and Joel." No comment. Not Thank saying. You. Not saying anything. Thank you, Hannah. Don't Thank even you, know. Queen Fight for Distraction Podcast host rights, folks. Come, <laughs> come fight for us. Sworn enemy, Queen Hannah. She thinks it's a feud, but a feud would require like one of us to win, and she always loses. So it's just a squash. Uh, Shades of retribution. Yeah. <laughs> um, Walk with Elias was the first EP. This is out in 2018. Um, this album sucked. That's what I'm going to say about it. This album wasn't good. It's very, it's very simple. It's very. He plays like two chords the entire album. He plays the piano, two keys the entire song. He's basically just doing a heel album here. Not for me. I didn't like this, Joel. Oh boy, no! This was the better of the two albums. Oh, no, you're crazy! Opinion, you're crazy for production purposes. And I went in listening to the new one first, and then I went back and I realized I don't think anyone really understands how difficult it is to properly mic and produce acoustic instruments. If you notice on the other album, the the new album, The Universal Truth, it's all done digitally and it all sounds compressed and crappy. I had to change my headphones three times just to figure out that it's not my headphones, it's the quality of the songs and the, the recordings themselves. So no, the, fir- the first record does beat it, not by a lot, I'm talking like by two points. But CFOs did a much better job than Def Rebel at uh, at producing this entire record. See, that's for all stuff. I didn't think you were going to go that way with this because I, as someone that has a completely uneducated ear, would say it was the complete opposite. And I don't know if Jeremy like agrees with this or I'm just out of mind. I've listened to both of these albums once, to be clear. It's, you shouldn't. If you actually came here for a review, <laughs> do not listen to me. But I, the only reason I think you could argue the first one is better. Is because like I understand the purpose of it. Like it's a heel album, right? It's yeah. the character Elias like taking shots. Am I missing something, or is the new album just like an album? You're missing something. I'm gonna explain it to you. Okay, good. But you're missing something. The first album, like I like acoustic songs. It just sounds so basic to me. And then, like like Joseph said, he's just doing a heel album, which is fine. I mean, that's you know that's what he's doing. But I didn't. 
it, it just felt like The Rock. If The Rock did an album, it would have been better. But, like, you know, The Rock does his little rock concerts. That's what this sounded like. And they were like, well, let's do this as an EP. Sure. You're not you're not wrong. <laughs> and there was a lot more production put in to layering on the Universal Truth. They did all the background singers. They did a lot more layering of guitars, things like that. It was it, There was more in it sonically, but not quality. Joel, your, quality. your video has just gone. You, Elias has interrupted... Did the lights just go down and now we're going to hear the, the guitar strum? I Hang on, wish. Is it, is it Joel or Joe? Joel. Good. I'll sit back then. No, Joseph, you're it fine. It's off and on for me. Oh, well, Joel, Joel your, your video has just disappeared. I Completely, you, eh? It's yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's disappeared well, on my end. Finally, the experts can get now? to it. Oh, Jeremy. there we go. There we go. I had to, All right, had to clip it on and off. We're back. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> Joseph, what, what else? Anything else on the first album here? Hang on, are we not going song by song? We are, we are, but just a general overview. Just a general overview yeah. of the four tracks. <laughs> um, I, I admire that this has a clear purpose, and it's if someone enjoys the heel character Elias, there's some laughs in here because he's just being a dick in musical form. He's using it as a vehicle for heat, Jeremy and John. I have no clue who this new album's for. I mean, we'll get I'm to that. You. you know. Jeremy apparently is the answer. <laughs> Just Jeremy Lambert is the answer. <laughs> I, don't, I think I agree with the notion that the second album is better, but Joel is probably correct because he seems very much committed to the idea that the production is bad on album two. In fact, he's claiming he's destroyed headphones in the process of this, <laughs> so I have no right to debate him on this. Instead, I'll stand down the troops and say, fair, maybe the first one's better. I don't know. The ballad of every town I've ever been to... He just cuts heel promos on every town he's ever been to. And the only thing I can think of during this was the Seattle segment with Kevin Owens. And he mentioned Seattle. That's all this album is. Just Cheap Heat. This is a Cheap Heat song, is what this is. Yes. I'll, I, yep. I tell you what we'll do, for the sake of balance. Jeremy introduces the song. I will read my line of note. And then I'll pass it to Joel, who can do like a musical sort of analysis, Okay. This, as Jeremy has explained, is pretty self-explanatory, I would say. <laughs> uh, but effectively, uh, to quote him, Elias is waiting for a town that's not a disgrace, and he threatens to punch people in the face. Uh, as you can see there from the way I read that, that does rhyme, if used correctly, uh, and that is effectively what this song is about. Joel, what have you got on The Ballad of Every Town I've Ever Been To? All right, well, let's really break it down. Let's go deep, shall we, gentlemen? The song Please is do. an E. It's an E minor, and the verses have an E minor, G, D, and C chord. It's pretty common when you're doing blues and all that kind of thing. As choruses go to an E minor, a B seven chord, which by the way is catchy as hell, and an A minor. The song is basically SCU's gimmick mixed with Johnny Cash's "I've Been Everywhere, Man." That all right, that's actually good. <laughs> You did a little bit of both there. You like walked the line between like actual analysis and then giving the people some sort of like reference point. That was very good, Joe. I like the. I'm optimistic now about where this review is going. He just up. confused the shit out of me with E minors and A minors and CBD I chords. Um, I think that's Jeff Jarrett's <laughs> new promotion. I think. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yep. I thought that I was, so. Never mind. Just all of it linked together. I think is it's like he's new. You know, it's, it's a rumor. Anyway. <laughs> Next song, Jeremy. Line us up here. The next song is Elias's words, right? Yeah, Elias, Elias's words. 
he just goes around. He's he's the best. Elias is the best right here. He's basically get out of his way. Whatever Elias says goes. He's pushing people out of his way. He's a big star. That's it. The song sucks. He's the he's the best. Slot. He's, the best. The he's the best guitarist. Better than all the other guitarists. Yeah. So he brings this. Like, he does like an upbeat vocal here, right, Joel? Would you agree, Joel? This is an upbeat vocal he brings to this. Absolutely, and sir. You're much, in my way. He is. It's anecdotal. He's just going around talking about people that are like speak to him. I think is what this is this about. is the ballad of every town I've been to, but then it's like shrunken down. Like, you know, in the first yeah. song, he's talking about all these towns he's been to, and now he's talking about, like, the experiences that he's had it's in these towns. Town. Yeah, pushing people around. He, like, he has the, the globe, and he's like, okay, I've called more. Let's just go into one and about <laughs> three people to spoke to me, because he's the wrestler, and he's better than all the wrestlers. Joe, what you got? All right, it's the bluesiest tune on this entire album. If we're going to go, if we want to go chordal structure, he's strumming between E and an A chord. Uh, the choruses go to a B and an A, which on a fretboard are very, very simple chords to go back and forth between. He's just talking blues. It's a regular blues tune. And, you know, the lyrics, sir, you're in my way when he's talking to an old man who's a big fan and a woman who says, Elias, I'm such a big fan. Of course you are. Get out of my face. Phenomenal. And then well, I have something written here. Um, there are no bridges in this entire album but i was wrong the bridge is like that third part that you don't expect it's not the chorus it's not the verse but no he does a chord change up and goes to a c sharp minor which don't know where he learned that and an a but it's also with very awkward singing and really awkward phrasing so what do you mean you, know. you don't know where he learned that he's self-taught wdb performance center do you know how much they teach at the performance center <laughs> promos is that one of road dogs bumps musical genres that's all they teach um... well okay i'm just gonna add this last note i I wrote this down he definitely plays like he's learning the licks over and over just to record the takes yes i agree with that that's why all the everything just sounds so basic to me but that's that's what i understand though because isn't the gimmick supposed to be that he's not good yeah but he like actually like taught himself how to play and got really good at this but isn't that now now have we not defeated like last week on Raw he had a band and I'm like character so progression we, Joseph long term yeah, storytelling like, as a fan of the World Wrestling Federation am I supposed to be like oh sweet Elias is doing his concert tonight yeah you're supposed I, to be look man I, I'm not an expert <laughs> I feel like this is my guy out of hand because I feel like Elias has convinced himself he should be making music and I'm not really sure whether he is in a man that just likes making music. I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm confused on this. I think maybe the story is Elias did his first record. It was critically panned, let's say. And then he went to uh, to these new producers. And the producers said, boy, you can be a star. And we have all the tools to make it so. You just have to trust us. And so he did. And now we have the universal truth, which I'm sure we're going to get to in a minute. But we've got did to get- you guys read the description of this album on your streaming service of choice no did you listen to it on youtube okay well i will now read you (laughs) the apple music breakdown of what this is this is the first time the second one does not have a description he doesn't need one he's a star (laughs) here we go despite getting constantly ridiculed by brain dead fans (laughs) and rudely interrupted by losers like braun Strowman and bobby lashley WWE superstar Elias dutifully straps on a guitar and blesses the wrestling universe with his acoustic 
blues-based explorations week after week on Monday Night Raw. This four-song EP is a testament to Elias' proud working man ethic and the unappreciated musical genius. He openly speaks the truth, calling out the piss-poor two-bit <laughs> hobbles he's wrestled in. It explains that's, that, believe it or not, that's the ballad every time. <laughs> and putting star chasers in their place, Elias' words. The song Walk With Me, we'll get to it, folks, apologies for spoilers, um, is a rare peek inside his soul, as well as a tutorial on emotional songwriting. Drake, take note. Not my words, the actual thing says that. It's obvious that Elias belongs on Wrestling's Mount Rushmore, but Walk With Me also proves he's one of music's all-time greatest alongside Dylan, Springsteen, and Swift. Brackets, don't at us. This is a real thing, Jeremy, and I'm convinced that you they, did. They had now, me on the Dylan and the Springsteen. Once they Swift. said Swift, no. Okay. I'm out. I'm out. Now, silence your cell phones, hold your applause, shut your mouths, and listen to Elias. That is enough proof we need that the first album is better. That description like, was longer than the album. Yes, it was. That <laughs> took a lot out of me. Folks, carry on. <laughs> Can um, I just point out the the part where he talks about the, the the description talks about being blessed and makes a lot of gospel analogies and the new album is a gospel rock album. They kind of flipped it here. Yeah, yeah, he can go double mur with that uh gospel rock album. Oh yeah. Wow. This is already got out of hand. I wish I never introduced the description. Okay, <laughs> uh, back to uh, what's the first album called? No, or nothing. Right? Nothing I can't do. He plays a piano to prove that there's nothing I can't do. This was very. Very uh, Elton John, I thought. This was a great Elton John song. <laughs> okay, okay. And this is where he, he claims he has saved us from the darkness. Yes. Um, and, and is this the where the actual lyric is, like, I wrote this on a piano just for you? Yes. Is this that one? And that's where you're getting the Elton here. Yeah, 100%. That, it's more Elton Brand than Elton John, to be quite frank with you, Jeremy. But this song is also over five minutes long, which... I mean, if I had sat there in talent relations and they said, Elias has got an album, I'd say, okay, how long is it? It's 15 minutes. Okay, cool. And I realized there was a five-minute, 30-second song on here called Nothing I Can't Do. I'd have released him within the hour. Done. <laughs> you've gone too far. You've taken my resources. you made a fool of me. Okay? And he learned from it because there's no such error made on the next album. Would you agree with that, much, Lee? There is no five-minute 30 this song. This song was, like, only four minutes and you think it's over, but it's not. It cuts back in with the piano. I thought yes. this ruled. This so- you know this song. After 30 seconds, you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. The check time, five minutes left. <laughs> Sorry? What's going on here? Terry Taylor, someone step in. Let's do something about this. Joel, what you got? I actually wrote down, oh, it keeps going. And it's a shame that my tracker shows That's me. That's a great a heel left. move. That's a great heel move. Okay, that's true. It's a good deal. It's a good, yeah. It, it's a good move. Uh, listen, it's the piano tune, and, and the intro is random, and I don't know where they got it because it doesn't fit with the song. But here we are. It's an A minor over C. The turnarounds are D minor and G for the you piano aficionados out there. Uh, I love that line. I even wrote this song on a piano just for you. There's nothing I can't do. He also makes allusion saying the franchise says I was gold. Which franchise is he talking about? Shane Douglas. Talking... <laughs> <laughs> no, because I wrote that. Is Steve Francis. Is Steve it... Francis, Felix big Elias fan. <laughs> I don't know, man. The guy's, it... look, the guy's out of his mind. I don't know what's going on. 
Or, or maybe it's uh, the, the franchise is a geek rock band out of Washington, D.C. that I've never heard of until today. <laughs> maybe. I mean, look, at this point, I'm willing to buy anything. I mean, I've just informed you. That, that, Joel, can you run that back for a second? Because I didn't get it perfect. What is the exact line? I, I wrote this on a piano. Is this, is, go the full line for me, Joel. I even wrote this song on a piano just for you. There's nothing I can't do. Five minutes, 30 <laughs> seconds. Five minutes? The song is called Nothing I Can Do. It's done. You've done it. Just start with the piano, say that line, end song, let's go home. It's done. This is a Triple H match. All right, look, it should have been over after just a few minutes. you got to extend it. Who's like, I've got 35 minutes and my finish is the pedigree. I'm going to work a leg for 25 minutes. That's what this is, the equivalent of. It really is. Okay, whatever. Let's continue. I'm just going to finalize that Elias knows his three chord or his three octave singing range. He's real good with that. Yeah. Look, you got to know your limitations on these things. Can't be trying to do things you're not uh, supposed to be doing like a lot of these wrestlers out here. Okay. I actually want, can you remind me, Jeremy, to circle back? When, When we've done this album, the first one, Joel, I would like to hear your take on what his worst vocal performances and what his best one is. We'll do that after we do the next song. Okay, right. we'll, we'll try try to keep some you know some formats. This sorry, Jeremy, carry on. Walk with me is the final track on this album. The chorus is, hey 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 hey, hey 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 hey, hey 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 hey, hey 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 hey. That's the chorus. He put a lot of thought into that chorus. Okay. <laughs> there is a lyric here. I can sing it like, hey, 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 hey. Yes, like that. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. Elias claims that he's trying to escape a world of madness. Yeah, WWE. Which brings me to a conclusion that is somewhat split. Either A, this is a mental health anthem secretly hidden within a comedic album. <laughs> Or B, it is another comedic song on a comedic album produced by WWF superstar Elias. <laughs> Which one do you think is more likely, folks? What do you think? Uh, it's definitely not a mental health anthem. I can promise you that. Can we make it one? Sure. Is that allowed? Look, you okay. can interpret music however you'd like to. So yes. if you think this is a mental health uh, anthem, then sure, it can be. Because think about it. Hey, 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 hey. I'm trying to escape a world of madness. I live them lines. I pretty much live every day. And it's, it, I probably say hey four times throughout a day, I would say, on average. String them together, put a guitar in the background, and that's my life in many ways that he's encapsulated here. So just when you think he's going one way, he'll sort of he'll zig, you know? But anyway, Joel, musically, firstly, actually, forget the music for a second, Joel. I know that's yours. I want to get some concept idea here. I'm correct, right? This is definitely... A deep dive, an exploration into the topic of mental health, right? That's what this is. Absolutely not. <laughs> Are you sure? And, I'm, you and I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of both of you right now. That's fair. Because, I mean, because, a lot of people well, said that to us. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> no, that's a good point. And, and, and I, I like you both very, very well. Um, hey, 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 whatever is... It, did nobody notice Miz and Morrison just yes, stole that I right did. from Elias? That's well, they're kicking off this feud. I think it's truly admirable, Joel, that you think I watch Miz and Morrison <laughs> segments. And I really appreciate that. And it's one of the nicest things anyone's ever said to me on here. 
But unfortunately, I have no idea what you're talking about because I refuse to watch such filth on my television set. Wait, if, if Miz and Morrison drop a rap album, we're going to have to review that. That will be discussed <laughs> at another time. I'll join you on that. Tell us, uh, tell us the, the technical breakdown of the hey, 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 hey song. Let's uh, let's go back to the uh, two chord Elias function, shall we? A minor over C for the verse, G over A minor for the chorus. There is a bridge in the song. It goes D minor to A minor, and apparently there's an outro of some sorts, which doesn't make sense in the song because it's super awkward, and that song just ends abruptly. There's a solo. They add a third chord just to give Elias an extra riff to use. And uh, by the way, Elias, if you have alligators at your feet, why would I want to follow you? That's the man trying to put him down, Joe. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. The alligators, are the, they're the men and women that fill your office every day. Alligators, world of madness. Get me out of here. Same thing. Now. I'm with him. Elias, if you're watching this, DMs are open, okay? This talk, I feel we're living very similar lives. Hey, 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 hey. World of madness, alligators. He said that's the man trying to follow <laughs> I give Joe full points. That was deep. I love it. I'm trying. I feel I'm outmatched, but I'm not going to go down without a fight, okay? My table doesn't stand up. My chair is breaking, but I'm bringing it. I'm bringing the best I can. Oh, my God. We got a couple of wow. super chats to read. Uh, thoughts on Jabber, Jabber JJ says, thoughts on Kurt Hennings, uh West Texas Rednecks. Uh, they had that good song that rap is crap. That was a feud, right? We should yeah. do something like that. Yeah, that seems right up our alley, Jeremy. It I mean, certainly does. I'm sure we could. Sure. <laughs> At this point, I mean, that would be just completely on brand, so why not, right? We could do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Throwback says, do you guys listen to anime theme songs? Uh, no, I don't. Do you guys listen to anime I, theme songs? I'm painfully uneducated on the anime in general. Yeah, same. I just don't, I just don't know anything about it, unfortunately. What about you, Joe? No, I, I join in the same sentiments. I'm I respect it, but I've never kind of dove into it. Yeah, Reminder we guy. watch stuff that's like super like in touch with pop culture, like pro wrestling, really <laughs> like modern stuff, and they're ahead of the curve. So I feel like I'm, you know, I feel like I don't need to. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Reminder, guys, you can leave a super chat, get your question, statement, comment right on air. Subscribe to the channel, youtubecom slash fightful Leave a thumbs up if you're on iTunes. If you're listening to this on iTunes, leave us a five star review. Oh, that's appreciated. Yeah, five stars. Take that, Booker T. <laughs> he probably hates this podcast. Hates everything. He hates everything. Universal <laughs> truth. This is the album. Hold on, hold on. I'm what? Sorry. I'm gonna go back. I'm what? Sorry. Can we? Are we gonna give this a, 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 a rating out of ten? No, we, we do that do at the that? end of the show. Watch no, the product. Joel, <laughs> we do need to go back because I I made a point of wow. Joel. Can you give me best and worst vocal performance? I thought we were doing that at the end of both albums as well. Can we not do, like, a division winner for the first album? Okay, sure. You know, sure. two conferences, you know. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Joel. Uh, let's give the best vocal performance to Nothing I Can't Do and the worst to Walk With Me. Wow. That is an incredible... Y'all got y'all ripped Nothing I Can't Do for going too long, and then you said it's his best vocal performance. Yeah, I mean, he tried. Yeah, he went long. That's the that's the critic, guys. <laughs> he went long. It's hard to do. Long matches equal good matches, right? That's what that's I right. Yeah. Universal uh, truth. Universal truth. Controversial. 
Jeremy's about to really fire up here, I sense. So go ahead. Number one on the soundtrack charts last night. It was number two. It surpassed Hamilton in the middle of Raw. Do you know what this is the soundtrack to, Joseph and Joel? This particular album or Hamilton? <laughs> this <laughs> this <laughs> album, because this is on the soundtrack charts. So it's got to be a soundtrack to something, right? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I guess WWF Monday Night Raw, right? Has to be. No. Joel? My depression? No. Oh. You're just right. stealing Joseph's bit now. No. This is the soundtrack <laughs> to life, folks. Soundtrack to life. All right? Let's get into this. Amen. I'm going in. This is a song he performed on Raw last week. But this, when you need something to pick you up, when you, when you need to just have that boost of energy, when you may be doubting yourself, you know, if you're just doubting yourself, just you got to pray, amen, and just go in, okay? You got to believe in yourself. This is a self-confidence-boosting song right here. I love this song. Joseph. I'm about to say something that's like borderline <laughs> insane. And I believe this. This isn't silliness. I'm pretty sure this song is like him referencing surgeries and stuff. And I'm almost certain of it. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure he says, how many times they're going to try to kill me? And the, the whole thing is, I'm going in. And Elias gets hurt a lot, man. I'm pretty sure this was... this was. I believe the, the concept for this song, folks, came together in a hospital bed sometime this year. I'm convinced of it. Elias, again, DMs are open. I believe this is a booster for Elias when he's going into a, a surgery after... I'm not going to say anything mean, so I'll leave it there. A surgery... After an unfortunate injury, and that's what we got here. Amen. After Jeff I'm Hardy runs him over with the car, he's got to go in yeah, for that's, surgery. Yeah. That's what I was, you know, I was going to leave that. But yes. Why? I mean, they they reference it on television. I mean, yes, yes, that might be true. Is that um, it is for a surgery, but it's also just again, it's about life, Joe. If you're feeling down, yeah, if you're worried yeah. about something bringing you down, no, you got to fight through it. You got to pray to the Lord. Amen. Go in. You know, Jeremy, and you will see the light. That. Most of the time in my life, when something troublesome is, there's a rose. I'll sort of look around, uh, you know, I'll think to myself, what would Elias do? And then I go, A, wi- uh, a wed? A, a wed? If I'm standing up and I say that, I'll s- sort of stumble on my feet because I can't, I can't imagine what it's like. <laughs> and then I, I sort of reach the conclusion, like, if Elias can get run over by his colleague and have to go into surgery, <laughs> I can do anything. You know? Yeah. And if I if a lawyer can be pushed towards a an ambulance and hear Braun Strowman screaming, <laughs> shrieking in fear and still go in courageously and have he, whatever he needs done done. I mean frankly, none of us there's no stop ahead of us. You know, we can all achieve whatever we want to do. So I think Jeremy, I'm I know that Joel's the expert and I, we we are gonna pass him the ball on this one. But I think we've seen some two-man game here, Jeremy. Shades of the original distraction. 
when we talked about rest, everyone's thought, we've really created something rather beautiful there. I hope people... In fact, I would like people to clip that and tweet it to Elias and say, how great are these guys? That's what I'd like. Joel, what you got? This is the theme song for anyone who's ever tried Blue Chew. Could be. Could Very be. different. Very different interpretation, my friend. Very different. Very different. Well, the verse goes from A to D, and they keep adding a hammer on for the D, for those of you who know guitars. Blue Chew, Denise, the hammer. Right, yeah, that's right. Back around. And then uh, we got to turn around. Speaking of turnarounds, going back to the E, uh, the E chord. So uh, lyrically, I've I've never seen Elias wear a black hat. Have you guys? Um, he did it when he was part of the uh, what was Adam Rose's crew that used to party with him? The Rosebuds. Oh, the Rosebuds. Yeah. He definitely wore a hat then. Okay. Throwback. See Throwback. the deep. This is this is a deep cut. Yeah, a lot of layers I mean, on this track. That's that's <laughs> new. Um, the backing singers, like I said earlier, they were they're really nice touch to this whole production. Uh, like I said, I also listened to this first before going back to the first album and had made a uh, a note saying, shit, CFOs were awful compared to Def Rebel. Boy, I was wrong when I got to the end of this thing. Uh, Elias did not play the solos in the record. There's no way. They're not hard solos. What? How, just, how do you know this? How do you know you this? Almost, do you have you proof? Tell finger style. Do you have proof? I can't prove it. But you can then don't put those accusations out there without I'm proof. Going to put those Joel Pearl, oh, I'm going to. No. Yes, I'm going to. I'm going to say I'm going to say that Bella uh, from Def Rebel. I'm going to say that he did it. That he played the solos, and uh, those there's those no proof. claps and the tambos. There's no proof. Really, really pop. Um, and there's no bass in the song, man. But the truth will set you free. This song is. I'm glad that you said you thought the production was better when you was listening to this. Because this was the one I was thinking of when you were talking earlier. I was thinking, I thought this sounded like borderline professional. It sounded almost like music, this. So, there you go. I also here, here you go, folks. I like Amen, I'm Going In. You should. It's a great Almost song. as much as I like the one about the alligators. But this is probably <laughs> my actual favorite. It's a great it's song. It. You should like this song. Yeah. Streetlight is next. A tremendous, tremendous, tremendous song. This is like Bob Seger-esque right here, this Streetlight song. You know, it's about it's about going through life and wondering, you know, what's going to stop you. You see the streetlight ahead of you. You got the big dreams. You see the streetlight ahead of you. You're not going to let that streetlight stop you. Taylor Swift did a reference to this as well. I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying this might be where Elias got some inspiration from. But you can't let the streetlight stop you with the dreams, right? Is this a dream? No, it's not. This is reality. This is the reality of life that the streetlight go through it. Even if it's red, it's okay. You know, cautiously go through a red streetlight, but that's all right. Sometimes you just got to go through it and hope that you don't get hit by a car. This is great. To be clear, can we just just rewind for a second? Did you just endorse walking (laughs) walking during red lights or driving even? You're saying walking, right? Which I was bad enough. I I was saying driving, but if you want to do walking, it's fine. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll leave that there then, folks. Uh, street light. Be cautious. Look, I, I don't endorse just driving through a red light. But if there's no one around and you've looked both ways and you're okay, just drive on through it. All right. Okay. Sometimes, okay. sometimes you got to just ignore the red lights. They're there. They're there yeah. as a as a suggestion, not as a law. Have um, <laughs> what was the WrestleMania the, the uh, green light WrestleMania theme that everyone loves so much? <laughs> yeah. You have that playing. <laughs> 
you can drive anywhere at any time. <laughs> exactly. How many years ago was that? Like, that was many years ago. Do you remember just every ad would just be give me the green light and it was just by the end of it it was almost like i just want to go home i don't know that one in my house that was, oh my wasn't god that 33 house. wasn't that orlando yeah. wasn't that 33 i yeah because it wasn't sure i was at 34 and it wasn't that one i think my i think welcome to my house that was the year which... before green light i think i think Flo I think Rider went back to back yeah <laughs> like <laughs> dude Flo Rider was so jacked they wanted that dude to they would have signed into a contract on the spot if he would have had it and then Bo Dallas like beat him in a rap battle and it was like that's the end like, <laughs> never to be seen again on Monday Night Raw anyway Streetlight so this begins a theme folks um, Elias is a humbled man he's come a long way since he's uh, walked with Elias roots he talks about needing faith uh, which he you know it's a theme he introduces here and he develops further on the next track which I'll leave for when we get to but I think Jeremy has certainly um, I don't know if explains the right word but he's certainly covered this enough in terms of ideas, so I'll, I'll pass it to Joe on the on the musical front. Go ahead. On the musical front, it's the the piano song on the record, of course. More female backgrounds because Def Rebel loves that shit. Uh, it's an F to a C chord on the piano, just like "Stay with Me" by Sam Cooke, if you remember that, which is also known as "Don't Back" or "Won't Back Down" by Tom Petty. Uh, so the song has a lot of pushes, which if you're in music, pushes are hitting the next note before the beat. So instead of going one, two, three, four on the beat. You change the chord. It's going one, two, three, and change the chord. Uh, you you notice it if you've ever listened to like most rock or even punk music. Uh, and finally, is that a streetlight up ahead? I have no idea. How foggy is it out there? Oh my god, this song is garbage. That's yes, all I got. Dare you. Jeremy is really bad. How oh, dare you? How is this bad. a bad song? Have y'all listened oh, to this in the car? Have y'all listened to this in the car? That. Do not <laughs> no. Listen to this in the car. And if you do no. not break out saying, is that a street light up ahead? Is this a That's, dream? This is this a dream? To, the song doesn't strive to be nearly that like empowering as your vocal just attempted to make it. It's nothing like that, but I appreciate the idea. Do we have anything else left on Streetlight? I know Jeremy does, but anything of like, sort of note or insight? It's Bob Seger, all right? Bob Seger, okay. eat your heart out on this song. Okay, let's do... Because this is where things... Um, oh, no, I was going to say they get interesting. No, don't. Lead me home, Jeremy. What you got? Lead me home. So this is the conclusion to everything. Again, it's a it's a three-track. It's a trilogy. It's like the Lord of the Rings of, of music right here. Except it's uh, one three-hundredth as short. So you can either watch... 18 hours of Lord of the Rings where they walk around for all those 18 hours or you can listen to 10 minutes because we're not going to count Amazing Grace. You can listen to 10 minutes of Elias and you get the exact same thing. All right? I'm just saying. Use your time wisely, people. Lead me home. He's gone on his adventure. He's he's gathered up the strength from the first song to, you know, go out there. Things are trying to hold him down. Not going to happen. He's gathered up the strength. He's going out there. Streetlight. Nothing's going to stop him. Stuff gets in the way. Nope. Go right through it. But now he's, he's been around the world. He's traveled. He's done what he's needed to do. Come home. you got to come home. All right? You Safe space at the home. Everything will lead him home. No, look, look. Look. Look, folks. Look. I'm just telling you like it is. Okay? A trilogy. A masterpiece. A masterpiece of three songs here. Joseph. So, 
this continues the the, um, the recently introduced maturity of our friend Elias. He suggests that he needs us, right? He needs us to lead him home, which when paired with the thought of, of needing faith is really rather beautiful. And it can be taken many ways. Wouldn't you agree, folks? So, I mean, this... Here's what I would say, and I agree with what Joel's issues are uh, sonically. But in terms of ideas, I mean, it's fair to say Elias leaves this project a far more well-rounded individual than he entered the first one. That's what I would say, okay? And frankly... I'm very excited to see what's next for Elias. Because I feel this was an important step for him. He had to right the wrongs in terms of ideas of his prior album. Next one, get ready. He's going to hit 20 <laughs> minutes on the next one. Tell you now, 20 minutes, next album is coming. World's not ready. Leave Me Home is a song about uh, Elias being led home, <laughs> which is logical. And I'm all for logic in professional wrestling, in music. Take Logic is good, right, Jeremy? That's what we say about Raw. Yes. Here he is, Elias. Put him on the put him on the creative team. Give him the pencil. That's what I say. He, he should be. It. He should be on the creative team, and he should be writing the theme songs for everybody because all these new themes suck. And Elias could do one hundred percent better okay, job. I've got it. Here's my suggestion. What if we just pretend Elias is Road Dog? We get rid of Road Dog, and he just takes Road Dog's position, and we never see him on television again. What's your thoughts on this as an idea, as a concept? Because we know the office watches our show. I think we still need to have some Elias on television, though. We we got to have him at least doing like some concerts and stuff. You know, do you remember when Road Dog came out and he had like a Damian Lillard jersey on, and he was like, "Oh, Road Dog, can't we do that with Elias?" And instead of going, "Oh, we're like, oh, it's Elias, he's gonna do uh, Leave Me Home." Yeah, you know, this is fine. he could be on the NXT. Wait, I want. Like, oh. We're not putting Elias in NXT. That's very mean to old Elias after he gave us this album here, this masterpiece of an album. Now you want to just send him to NXT? As long as he doesn't tweet with fans about why his booking is actually good, he'll be an immense upgrade on the current, uh, <laughs> the current, the current position. So you know, that's all I'm saying. It's just a suggestion. I agree though. Elias is good. I like the Elias. But yes, I've got nothing else on Lead Me Home. Joel, what have we got on Lead Me Home? The song. This song, man, I was wrong. There, There is more piano. In fact, we have dirty organ sounds, which in any church gospel environment, you have to have it. You have more female backgrounds because you you have to have it. And again, it's not Elias' solo. I don't care what you say. He didn't do it. Uh, in accusations. Terms of cordial, Just these accusations uh, here out here. That's what it is. We, uh, we have a C chord, possibly a C7. I couldn't 100% tell you if it was a C7. Going to the B flat, going to the F. And if you're a guitar player, you know that song because it's pretty much every single alt kind of AC style song out there. In fact, I'm going to blow your minds. After the show, after the show, listen to Lead Me Home and then listen to Taking Care of Business. It's the same damn song. It's not. Lead Me Home is better. No, it's not. Yes. But anyway, the songs all follow the same pattern because now I'm at the point where I say Def Rebel sucks. And uh, the song also kind of sounds like Can't You See by the Marshall Tucker Band. So uh, there ain't much else to say about this because I just couldn't get through this song without cringing a bit. And thinking, what song is this? Taking care of business, by the way. It's so Lead Me Home. Mean... Did you not listen to it, Joel? What is this taking yeah. care of business nonsense? The blues in the night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the song is called Taking Care of Business. Okay. Does this mean we're ready to discuss the uh, the grand, almost self-imposed, sort of like epic finale yes. that Elias has given himself here? Amazing Grace done to the tune of 
of House uh, House of the Rising Sun, right? Yeah. You know what it's called? Yep. Yeah. I recognize that one. Uh I don't I this is a, to me this is just a bonus track. It doesn't actually exist on this EP. This is a three-song EP. All right. And then he just threw this in there as just like a, a wink and a nod to everybody. Like, you know, be thankful that I gave you these three songs. That's basically what this is. I could be wrong about this. And anyone that like watches wrestling could help me. I think Oh no, my computer needs to shut down. Am I here? I know. Yes. Am I still here? Yes. Okay, good. I think I saw Elias perform this, like perform the actual song live at WrestleMania. I'm pretty sure this was his WrestleMania song, House of the Rising Sun. I could be wrong about this. Anyone no, that's right. watched WrestleMania, I'm right, yeah? Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, people that watch this show will know that um, that's a dark <laughs> day for me. So I'll leave that there, but I have seen it. And boy, is it great to see him, you know, he says, okay, my cover was world class. Now let's step aside and create something of my own. You know, and does he do it? Who's to say, right, folks? Who is to say? <laughs> but he certainly tries his best on the vocal. He, he, he appears to be sort of losing his breath at a couple of occasions. Uh, but that's just the raw emotion of it all. And you've you got to admire it. Or that I do anyway. Joe, I don't think you do, but we'll get to that now. I'm not even going to give you the chord structure because you can go online and look up House of the Rising Sun, and there it is. Uh, and this is lazy, man. He took... He took that song and put a Look, you, you're allowed it, to be man. lazy. You're allowed to be no, lazy when you give a masterpiece of three tracks, That's, all right? It's copyright infringement. Right? And someone's going to get sued. I'm glad you said this as a bonus track because soon <laughs> it's going to be the track that no one can find because Eric Burden, who wrote the song, is going to prepare a lawsuit and how do you get not the know? How do you not know they didn't get some rights to this? How do you not know? Uh, more accusations, uh, more accusations by Joel Pearl. I went looking to see if Eric Burden ever ever worked with Clive Davis, whose son runs Def Rebel and WWE Music right now. And holy crap, they've not worked together. At least it that does I can so. See. That doesn't mean they, they couldn't form a bond and ask for rights on this. Doubtful accusations. Doubtful. And again, Jeremy Lambert, not Elias's solo accusations. More just slander and filth. On this program. lazy, lazy writing. So, no, again, you can be a little bit lazy when you give three masterpieces like that. All right, that's what I do. I, I'm great Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm fucking lazy. All right, I don't try to work on Friday. I gave you four amazing days. I'm taking it easy on Friday. That's basically <laughs> okay. my work week Sorry, is like. I am. Um, what, what's left to say after? <laughs> I, I just watched play out here. I don't know, man. I I kind of agreed with Joel that this is probably a liability in every way, shape, and form. I don't quite know what the, what's to gain from this. I'm going to trust that WWE uh, got some type of okay to do this and that they did not release this without having some type of thumbs up for it. Like, if not, imagine being the guy that's like, yeah, hits, taking the hits worthwhile. Let me get this thing out there. Like... The idea that on Sunday there were people just walking around the house like, man, I wonder what Elias' take on the house <laughs> is, but just changing the words. <laughs> because it's a cover. Just with like, like, I know it sounds silly what I'm saying, change the words, but Joel, as the expert, please just support what I'm saying here. It isn't silly, that's literally what it is, isn't it? Like, it's a die. He's just li- took, erased, wrote new words in. That's what he's done. Yeah, no, that's 100% what he did. And he, <laughs> and he took a song that's not in the, or that is in the public domain, therefore can be used without any penalty but house of the rising sun is not therefore he is subject to 
copyright lawsuit. I, and I don't know what the deal is, but I have a feeling nothing was set up to cover their ass. Do do not throw out these accusations on our podcast. We're going to be called into court now, and it's going to be all your fault that <laughs> oh, they said it on this podcast, and that that alerted everybody. Now we're going to have to appear in court, law and order style. Headed in for Joey Ryan's 55th case, oh, God. and then I'm going to be dragged in <laughs> to about an album. You know, I've already got one piece of shit suing me. Now I'm another one. No need. Anyway, I'll get off that before I go too far. Yes, please. Uh, Tim Trevor sends a super chat and says, "Got to, re- I got respect for Joel Pearl. I don't know why. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate it. Wait, wait what? What? What's happening why. here? Why is Jeremy turned here like this? This is very because y'all are hating on this man's hard work." And and a masterpiece of three songs. I don't appreciate this hate. I mean, I let's I was, be real. I was nice. I try to make saying this. Go ahead, John. Jeremy, Jeremy's only really nice to me when we play video games on the internet together and put it on the Fightful YouTube channel. That's I'm not really even really nice to you on those streams, though, either. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Joe, you're, you're going to leave this sort of questioning your podcast decisions moving forward, <laughs> I feel. And I'm sorry for that. I think you've done a great job, and... You, you've given us some guidance. I made Joel write a 12-page dissertation to get on this podcast today. It was very persuasive. <laughs> Is Joel an independent contractor for this podcast, to be clear? Yeah, we I'm own not... all the rights that, that Joel does on the, the Fightful YouTube channel, so he can't do anything about this. So when the Distraction Network goes up for nine ninety nine, Joel is out of the... Like, he, we're not cutting him in on that. No, right? no, of course not. <laughs> That'll get a lot of Joseph, I don't know if you're going to get cut in on that. <laughs> I can confirm all <laughs> I mean, look, Hannah sent a super chat earlier that, that get, gets you cut in at like two bucks a piece, so that's the best I can do for you. Wait, look, two bucks am... American or Canadian? Uh, she sent American, so I would assume American. Yes. But I don't know. It's once like that, once it crosses the border, doesn't like automatically exchange rate, so once it hits uh, Canada, then you're just screwed. You just lose that money. I don't know if that's how it works, but it sounds very scary. Um, I am going to use this platform to encourage my audience to support the rights of one Joseph James Holbert as he sits here just inches removed from an actual bunker. And he's, he's trying. Everyone will say, look, we'll say it in court. Not his level of expertise, the Elias album. Okay, he was a little bit out of his depth, but boy, he tried some. Folks, I don't know what the hashtag is. You're better than me at this stuff with the catchy hashtags. But just fight for the rights of one Joseph James Holbert. Because right now, he's holding a microphone on a table that doesn't stand up, on a chair that is breaking, and he's reviewing Elias, the Universal Truth, slash Walk of Elias. Keep him in mind this evening when you rest your head on the pillow. Send a super chat to support Joseph for all these hard times he's going through right now. Uh, Ron Mattelson's Super Chat says, next time I want Tim on the show instead of Joel. I agree. That should have been the call from the start. That's my bad. I apologize, Ron. Should have been Tim from the start. Good comment, Joel. Yeah, no, All know, right, Joel. Like, What's the best for, best uh, vocal performance and the worst vocal performance on the second album? Amazing Grace. No, uh, let's actually go through this. I, I don't, oh man. I think maybe it was Amen was the best, and then the worst. I'm just going to give it to Amazing Grace. I don't care what everyone thinks. That's that's the worst of it. All right, so overall, best and worst between the two albums. Vocal performance? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, 
I have to go back and really listen to them again. So let's go with uh, let's go with nothing I can't do over all the best vocal performance because it was the longest. and again amazing all grace right. is the worst. Got it. Shades of Elton John strikes <laughs> yes. again, folks. <laughs> the Elton John song had the the best vocal performance. Joseph, what is your rating combined rating for both albums? Are we starting a new scale? for music because I feel this could be a new thing that we sort of enter or am I just keeping the same it's it's your scale I don't care what you do with it I mean I can't rate this low because it took like 25 minutes I would do this every (laughs) week if I could I would do this every single week Um, I enjoyed this more than 95% of the films we've watched because at no point during this other than maybe the fourth minute of the song that went two years was I like okay this needs to carry up now but I need to tell you, listen, you guys might think we have fun here, and we do, but Jeremy will vouch. When we do, like, WWE Studios films, there's, like, a wall that we hit in the middle of those. And every week, we damage ourselves in doing it. No damage sustained here. So No, I listened to this Universal Truth album, like, 15 times yesterday. Okay. But the key is that that was by choice, whereas we have to watch the films in full. Yeah. Right? So, for that reason... I'm about to give the most fraudulent rating <laughs> ever given on this show. As I give Elias's musical vehicle, I give it a 7 out of 10. Wow. And you can use your own... Um, after my explanation, I think you can figure out why it's higher. But Elias, congratulations. Joel, what is your rating for these albums? On the first one, I gave Walk With Elias a 6 out of 10. On the second album, the new one, Universal Truth... I gave it a 4 out of 10, a 5 out of 10 if you take out Amazing Grace. Well, we're not taking out Amazing Grace. It was part of it. <laughs> 4 so out of 10. It's a 4? Okay. will take it out soon. 4. All right. Yeah, time will tell whether or not I get 4 or 5 out of this. <laughs> give it about a mum. <laughs> All right. I Look, the, the second album is roughly 4... I'd like to take out Amazing Grace, too. It is roughly about four and a half stars. All right, four and a half stars. Would have been five. Would have probably been six or seven if not for Amazing Grace. But it gets knocked a little bit. And if it was recorded in the Tokyo Dome. But it was recorded in the WWE Universal Studios. And I guess that's what they'd call it. So it gets knocked a little bit there. The first album, not good. I didn't like the first album. Overall, we're going to give this three and a half stars. All right? Second album, Tremendous. Those three songs, quite possibly the 21st, 22nd, 23rd best songs of the year. All right? Quite possibly right there. The top 20 the top twenty, all belong on the new Taylor Swift album. After that, those three Elias songs are top 20 songs of the year. So three and a half stars. Three and a half stars. So a new day pay-per-view title defense. Yeah, you that's fair. Good stuff. Good, yeah. You never remember it, but when you rewatch it one day, sure as it is, sure a grin, right? Big smile on your face. I love it. If you just watch the last bit of it, just listen to these three songs. All right, listen to the new album, just the first three songs. Don't listen to Amazing Grace, and it'll change your life, folks. It'll change your life. Number one on the soundtrack charts, the soundtrack of life, Elias Universal Truth. Joseph, next I- week we're reviewing the John Cena album. Oh, great. <laughs> Terrific. I'm all in it. How long is it? Do you know? Uh, I don't. I can look it up, though. 
It's going to be longer than this because I think it's yes. attempted to be a real album. It's, right? it's much longer. I mean, I shouldn't say much longer, but it, it's definitely longer than this. Wasn't the John Cena album like a smash hit in terms of like actual commercial success? Like relatively speaking, it's actually yeah, no, it, it it's well. actually an hour and five minutes long. So it's still shorter than movies, but it is pretty long. There's 17 <laughs> tracks on that album. Okay, fine. What are you going to say, Joel? Uh, I'll make another another suggestion for music you should review, and that is Jeff Hardy's Peroxide. No, Gen. no, no. Listen, I avoid <laughs> reviewing Jeff Hardy wrestling segments on this show. The last thing I need to do is not listen to his music as a hobby. Good lord, I get it though. We'll get there eventually, I'm sure. I mean, we're going back to movies after this John Cena album, but I really want to review the John Cena album, as you should. <laughs> Joel, where can the people find you? You can find me all over social media at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. You can also find me Thursdays at 8 p.m. That's on the Eastern Standard Time. Uh, over at Tim and Joel, call it in the ring. You can find our YouTube channel by searching just that, or you can follow us on all social media at Tim and Joel Pod or timandjoelpod.com. We got a super chat from Jobber JJ who says, Super chat for Joe. Thank you. Elias should appreciate this. He should. Look, we invited Elias on this show. We had an open invitation to come on this show and talk about the album. He didn't join us, unfortunately. Maybe after he listens to this, he will. Not you. Not with you, Pearl, because he's like, I'm not doing the show with that guy. But myself and Joseph, he will come on and discuss this album with us. Thought maybe he'd want some professional backup. That's not this show. Professional. He has reached out to me privately in the time of recording this program. Wow. And... He said that he's actually had to turn he's had to turn the show off because he was crying so much from how <laughs> from how incredibly sort of I don't even know the correct you know I, I consider myself a writer but I don't even know there's a word available for what we've done here today Jeremy I'm talking about Joel you need to go out the drawing board because you got caught up in the X's and O's and you lost sight of the narratives and the themes and the ideas and the concepts and more importantly the soul and the art. But from what Elias said to me, I don't think he's going to be coming on next week. I think he's going to be coming on every week, from what I can tell, moving forward. So I'm not promoting Elias for next week's show, but he may be taking my place. That's what I'm saying. Joseph, uh, where can the people find you? have features this week? No, I do not have features. I have a big one next week, which you could probably figure out if you look, have a quick glance at the pay-per-view schedule. I do like a podcast with this Jeremy guy. Sometimes he makes it talk about films and then now he's making talk about music uh my table is broke my chair is destroyed um i have water rather than pepsi max i'm falling apart here folks but you know where my stuff is just follow me on the twitter i'm very happy right now the clown is running wild <laughs> randall alton is the world champion that'll be thursday's show big celebration in order and uh god bless the clown good night thursday joseph and i will be back at seven it's a randy orton celebration show from from what i've been told this is booked by joseph so i don't know what he has in store for it hopefully (laughs) absolutely nothing (laughs) there you go that sounds about right thursday we'll be doing that uh joseph and i played booty pro wrestling on sunday go check out that stream we played for like three and a half hours and uh had a lot of fun on that we're booking pn news versus daniel bryan rap battles uh, not political feuds with uh, Lanny Poffo and Kerwin White. Not political, everybody. Go check that out. A lot of fun with Joseph. Uh, you follow me on Twitter, at Jeremy Lambert 88 Friday, SmackDown post show with Sean. I'm going full costume. All right, folks? 
I have a costume in the work. It's a layered costume on that. Layers. Because if you know anything about this show, we're all about the layers. Tune in. Tune in, everybody. We'll talk to you then. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.